Blog Talk Radio. This is Saida Garrett, and I'm tuned in to Intro to Info with my girl, Makisha. You are listening to Intro to Info with your host, Makisha from D.C. That's me, open-minded, business-minded, spiritual, a little hood, and very nerdy and down-to-earth. And Queen of Hearts from Florida. She's so ladylike, family-oriented, quick-witted, and a real pillar in her community. On our platform, we discuss anything imaginable, but we talk a lot of pop culture, current events, and speak on our personal life experiences. We interview fantastic guests with unique stories, and Lord knows we just have organic fun. And check this out. If you want to join in on the fun, call in at 515-605-9376. We are live on Saturdays from 9 to 10 p.m. EST on the J. King Network. If you are an info for info, tune in to Intro to Info. Hello, 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 everybody. You're now rocking with the best. Welcome to today's episode of Intro to Info. I'm Makisha Best, broadcasting live from Upper Marlboro, Maryland. We are live right here on this Saturday, February 17th, 2024. And we broadcast right on Blog Talk Radio, right on the J. King Network. This network has some fantastic shows so I implore you to listen to Kings in the Morning, listen to all, Mary Had a Little Cancer, listen to all of the great shows that this network has to offer. Also, explore Blog Talk Radio. And if you feel like you have something to say, start your own damn show. Start your own damn show. I am delighted, for real, to bring our special guest on because we had a Zoom call, and I enjoyed the energy and I could tell I'm going to be inspired even more by her story than I already am. Again, I spoke to her briefly. And hopefully you guys can take something away. Um, I see that my mom and my grandmother are both listening, and I want to say publicly that I love you girls so much. <laughs> so if you're listening on the phone like they are, you can press the number one at any time if you have a question or a comment. But if you're listening via the link, and you have a question or a comment at any time, call us at 515-605-9376. The number, again, is 515-605-9376. Our co-host uh, should be calling in momentarily. But in the meantime, let's introduce our special guest. Her name is Naomi Riley. She's a motivational speaker, consultant, inventor, author, researcher, and mental health advocate. Let me read this bio she gave to me. Naomi Riley, a brain injury survivor turned influential motivational speaker, has catalyzed change in mental health and education reform. Her personal triumph over adversity underpins her advocacy for inclusive education for those with mental health issues and cognitive challenges. Her 2023 release of 25 activity books for K-12 students underscores her commitment to educational improvement. Riley's consultant agency, which flourished by providing 
pivotal financial guidance during the 2020-2021 pandemic has become a multi-million dollar enterprise, making her service highly sought after. As she champions neurodiversity and mental well-being, Riley is inspiring a broad spectrum of individuals from educators to policymakers to redefine success and support every individual's potential to thrive in all aspects of life. Naomi, let me take you off of mute. Welcome you to the show and ask how you're doing. And thank you for being our special guest on tonight. Hey. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I love this energy. I love this. Everything about this show is just, it sounds so great. I, I am, I'm blessed to be here. So thank you. <laughs> I told you we're going to have fun, but we're going to get the information out there. So, yes, this is going to be somewhere where you let your head down. If you have it at the to take it off, comb your hair out, get you some popcorn, get you some water, and let's get this story told. Um, my other co-host, Tamika, is on, so let me take her off of mute and introduce her for her fan base. Tamika, wait a minute, my computer being a little slow. There we go. Hi, Tamika. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> good evening. How are you today? I'm fabulous. How you doing? I'm great. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Well, let, help me with this interview. I'm probably going to do the bulk of the talking because things like this, of course, you know, mental health is one of the things that I just advocate for. So straight away, I'm excited. And then Naomi um, is a, a survivor. I love to see somebody who is not a victim, but somebody who just uses whatever has happened to them and finds a way to make it work. And Naomi, I'm, I read your bio and I talked to you, and you found several ways to come out on the other side in a good way. So I want to start by saying kudos to you. And I think that a great way to reel everything in is to ask you what even gave you the, the strength in the first place to want to just go on after this, the things that have happened to you. Well, you know, um, it, it likes to struggle, right? I mean, I was, I was talking with a, another uh, brain injury survivor yesterday and um, you know, when you, when you have something tragic uh, or traumatic happen to you, you really, you are, you st you're standing at a pivotal point in your life where it's either you can sit and, um, you know, you have to heal from all of your trauma, right? Um, and what has happened to you and all of your physical injuries, but you have to keep pressing forward. You have to show resilience within yourself that, you know, you can overcome the obstacles that you are faced with at that point. You know, everybody has to face changes in our lives. And, you know, I, I only pray that no one has to go through traumatic events, but um, I had a team of people, you know, after my car accident that were, that were really rooting me on and um, really pressing forward for me to, you know, heal, get better, you know, because everybody's neural pathways can be redeveloped and re, re, uh, change, you know, changed. So it, it really, for me, it was a, it was a, it was a catalyst and a pivotal point in my life that, you know, I felt my, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in God and I've, I, you know, I felt like he was talking to me saying, I need you to do this. I need you to keep moving. I need, you know, I've got a different 
I've got a different path for you. And um, it, mind you, it took me quite some time to to get to to where I was at. Um, I spent nine months in a in a rehab um, hospital, not knowing what was wrong. Um, I I went through, you know, after my car accident, I went through all of the the things that we have to go through as far as the rehab and and you know um, healing time, right? And so I worked with brain injury and um, rehab uh, individ- doctors and whatnot. But you know, I was still suffering, right? Mentally, I was still su- suffering because they they couldn't really diagnose they diagnosed me with a light. Uh, brain injury and then some other things but there was something going on inside of me that was not right and I was struggling so so much and in, in the beginning I couldn't put uh, sentences together my 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 motor functions were not right I was really really having a hard time and over time you know those neural pathways were redeveloped and I started doing much better and in fact I, I look at myself from the from when I before my accident to after my accident, and actually I'm like, well, I I became a little bit more uh, smarter after my accident because I wasn't as coherent as I used to be, um, and so I really look at my brain injury as if it was if it, it was a blessing now, not while I was going through it, but uh, <laughs> it it really was a pivotal point in my life that really was the catalyst for change for, for me. And so I thought, well, why can't I be a catalyst for change for others? Right. Um, I think that's one thing that's important that we, we do in, in our lives is be a lead by example and show others that we can change no matter what you're faced with, you still can change. Right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I uh, I went through you know the accident and and all of that and and um, I just I really just kept praying through through everything you know. Well, at first I was like, why am I here? Why I you know because I didn't want to do it to my family, right? Like when when we're stuck with a brain injury and we're, we've got so many things going on, you can't put sentences together, you can't take your kids to school, you can't you can't drive, you can't do anything like you you thought you used to be able to do. And I was so, so angry with the person that hit me because in that one moment they changed my life forever and that they got to go on and live out their, their, their life. Right. And so every single time we go out of our home or our environment, we risk, you know, not something can change in an instant and we never know what that's going to be, you know, so I was really, I had to go through all the the changes that we deal with when we're, when we deal with crisis, right? After crisis, some things happen, you know, we become angry, we become upset and, you know, we have to deal and we have to get through all these new normals. Um, And so, you know, it took some time, but I got there. Right. And, and, and I, I really, look at my life now as if, wow, you know, I actually was able to do something and, and get through it and, and keep, you know, pressing on, you know, and, and that was really, really important. And, and so looking back now, um, 
it was a it was a it was a struggle because at first it you know was baby steps right like we got to take baby steps to get there <laughs> um and when i go around and i talk about um you know mental health tips to keep yourself strong um i always say you know just focus on the here and now focus on the things that you can do right now to make your life better to move one step forward to your goal you know we all want to run the marathon and be the winner, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, you know, we can't all win the marathon. We all have to exercise and we have to do all of the training that comes in part with the marathon. So as long as you are making baby steps to get to those goals, you're going to achieve them. In, my, in the beginning, my goal was to put sentences together again. My goal was to remember things from stories that people would tell me. My goal was to be able to drive again, be able to do things that I couldn't do or take care of my kids. You know, in the early stages, it was very difficult. And I remember when I was allowed to drive again, and I remember when I was allowed to work again. And <laughs> it was funny because after my accident, there were certain things that I could remember and, th- and things that I could not remember. But back way back when, and, you know, I don't want to age myself, but um, I do have uh, three kids that are in their 20s. <laughs> and um, back when I was in my 20s, I used to work at a hotel. And so the one thing that I could remember after my accident was how to work in a hotel. <laughs> so that was allowed to do that. <laughs> and so my, you know, my, uh, I was able to really just kind of get back everything and, and really just like, it took some time. Everything takes time, you know. And then, you know, I would still focus on all of the work that I needed to do and, and keep studying and keep, you know, really keep praying that I would really get through the, the tough times that I needed, you know, to. And, and I really just kept, you know, studying and studying and reading and reading. And, and over time, um, you know, when I was sitting in the hospital room, I was I was hearing about, you know, all the statistics that are going on with distracted driving. And then um, when I started my campaign, it's called the Tax Pledge Project. Um, I, uh, I just started it out as a distracted driving campaign. But, but after my car accident, my uncle was killed um, in a car accident where he went to go get um, pizza for his family. So he was never able to come home. And then I had a good uh, a good friend who lost her life to mental illness. And so I felt the calling to do something more than just a distracted driving campaign. I felt the calling to kind of put things together to say, hey, there's a lot more going on in in our world and our society. And we need to help others understand that a lot of these issues that we're seeing today have so much to deal with mental health. You know, because if our mental health isn't in check, we are doing some of these horrible things that we're seeing in society. We're allowing our emotions to get to levels that they should never get to, and we're seeing gun violence and, you know, mass shootings and things like that. If, if, we're, if we're driving distracted, we're not keeping our eyes on the road like we, we were told. We, we're, we're doing things that we should not be doing in the car. And, you know, even discrimination, we're seeing that, you know, and it, it's so prevalent. And so, you know, my calling was to 
put all of these major societal issues that we're seeing, not just nationally, but on a global scale, put them together and then help and then bring together teams. You know, so we put a lot of time and research into this. Uh, I, I brought together some teams of curriculum designers. And, you know, my goal was like, why don't we teach our youth, you know, to rise up, become a little bit more emotionally intelligent and teach them these exact dangers. Because when we were kids, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I didn't know. I mean, my parents threw me in the back of a station wagon and <laughs> a duster. And, you know, whether we had a seatbelt or not was, you know, who knew, right? <laughs> now we live in a different world. And, and we're just changing and we're evolving. And so some of these issues we've allowed to happen by no fault of our own. You know, back in my day, again, we didn't, I was laughing with my daughter. We went uh, we went shopping for a wedding dress today, and my mom had brought uh, my uh, wedding uh, book that, you know, everyone signs when you do a wedding, right? And she had looked at it, and I looked at the day, and I'd go, oh, my gosh, this is before Internet. This is before, <laughs> before love. She goes, oh, my gosh, Mom, I'm going to use this, and then I'm going to flip over and use you know, for us, and then hand it down. I said, oh, that's great. But, like, so many things we've just allowed to happen by no fault of our own. And so, anyways, getting back to that, where we're seeing, you know, all of these things happening, and it's our job to be leaders for our children, to help try to create a safer space for them, right? You know, uh, the Internet and, and uh, all the social media has only been around for 20, what, 30 years? You know, so there's a whole lot more we can do. We can rise up and rise above all of these things. We can teach our youth to become emotionally more intelligent. You know, there's uh, I've been doing a lot of research with emotional intelligence and how we can play into, we can show uh, in the mental health field how um, how important it is to be emotionally intelligent and to rise above these issues and not allow them to affect us. You know, discrimination, bullying, cyberbullying, and and all of these things. If we show our youth, you know, you know what? I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna listen to something or someone that's you know you know bullying me or or treating me horrible. I'm just gonna walk away and do something different because. I know I'm a better person than what that person's doing and what they're saying about me. I know that the problem is not me and it's them because if they're choosing to attack me for, for something that maybe is not my fault or, you know, how the, the way that I look or the way that I walk or the way that I am, that's on them. That's not on me. And so I just need, you know, I need, I know I need to say to myself, I'm better. I know. I know who I am and I'm true to myself, but this person, they need to check with themselves to get themselves in, in, in the right mind frame. Right. So, you know, I thought early on when I was, you know, putting this thing together, I thought, gosh, wouldn't it be great if we just could find a safe space for kids and say, Hey, it's okay. We're going to, we're going to fix this. We're going to try to fix this for you at least. So anyways, these, uh, these, you know, these, these great people came together and like, yeah, let's do this. Let's, you know, let's do this. And I, I got a, um, an amazing curriculum designer. She's, uh, she is out of Virginia and her name is Beth Tucker. And she served on so many boards of colleges and she's a great, great educational uh, lead. 
And and so she and her team just, you know, I said, here's the vision. This is what I want to see. This is how we need to implement. And and so she just went to town. And, and you know, so if you guys go to techpledge.us, all of the curriculum that we have for students is free. Uh, you can look at the activity books that we've got um, out. Um, so that's one really great part of our project is that. The other part of our project, which I'm so proud about, too, um, is that on our website, we show all the national statistics, and, and they're updated on a monthly basis. So if you go, you know, to the website, you can see, um, you know, we talk about discrimination or uh, distracted driving first because, you know, I was a, I, I started this, so I'm like, no, I'm, this, this is what we're doing. <laughs> Um, whether that's the important one or not, who knows? They're all crazy and they're all they're all wrong. They all need to be fixed, right? <laughs> um, so we, we just go to distracted driving first. We show the national statistics. Then we go on to discrimination. We show the, the national statistics. Then we go on to acts of violence with or without weapons because it's all bad. All acts of violence are bad. <laughs> um, we talk about gun violence so much, but there's a lot of other violence that goes on. There's a lot of domestic violence that goes on that probably shouldn't be happening. And um, and so we show the, the uh, statistics of that. Uh, we show so many different statistics. Human trafficking is on there. But then we're also asking students to raise their mental health, become a little bit more emotionally intelligent. We're also showing them how to uh, protect animal rights and the environment. So we're showing them some good things, too, and we're, it's all, you know, based on their grade level. Um, and then one other key point of um, our project is that on our app, which uh, <laughs> it's in the final uh, stages, it should be done uh, tomorrow or the next day um, for, for download on iOS and Android. Um, you're going to see the, the nation's um, crisis card. All of our programs are on there, too, but one really, really important piece of our project is a nation's, uh, our nation's smart crisis card. This has not been done by governments or anything like that, so um, we took all of our, you know, emergency numbers that, the, that a brain would need when it's in crisis. Um, from your 911-988 to, uh, you know, needing mental health assistance, uh, domestic violence assistance, teen pregnancy, uh, poison control, all of these different numbers that we don't think about that we might need when we're in crisis. So that's a really, really a piece because a lot of the time when I do talk, I talk about what the brain does when it's in crisis. Its abilities are to freeze, to flight, to fight, or to fawn, right? And so we don't even know half the time what we're gonna do in a crisis situation. It's, 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 it's not a fun thing to be in a crisis situation. And so we just wanna make sure that the brain has everything that it needs when it's in crisis. So um, my catalyst, I feel like my brain has been on fire ever since and you know, I can't stop it. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I'm also an AI junkie. <laughs> so that's my other 
you know, vice, I guess you could say. I'm really big into tech pledge. I do, uh, I do, I've got some great clients that I've helped through the pandemic. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> and then I'm an AI junkie. So, <laughs> so much great information, Naomi. Thank you so much for this hitting the ground running, being yeah. so real about your recovery and what you have done since. This is really amazing, and I love that you have for for, for students specifically um, so many resources in case they're ever in crisis. Now, I see my co-host, Queen of Hearts, is also here, and she has her hand up. Queen, I'm going to take you off of mute, ask you <laughs> how you're doing, and I see if you have, if you have a question or a comment. Hey, girl. <laughs> Queen of Hearts. Now, she's at her sister's party, so I don't know if she stepped away from the phone, but Queen, know that you are oh. off mute when she return, return back to the, to the phone. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> That's oh. so great. So, Naomi, how's the, how's the AI going? How is that helping your business? I, you know, I, I how is it going? Um, so, have you heard of a, uh, a guy named Billy Jean. No. Okay. I mean, so Michael he, Jackson said. Ah, yeah, right. No, that's not that Billy Jean. Um, um, I know. Uh, so there is a couple guys out there. One is Billy, and it's G E N E, and um, he's got a pretty phenomenal program in uh, AI. I think he used to work at uh, Microsoft Word or Microsoft and uh, Google. Uh, but he's very, very intelligent. So I'm part of his program right now. And then um, his buddy is Chris Winfield. And between both of those two, I know them both. And um, I am learning so, so much. I love AI. If you if you have any questions about AI, I'm pretty open to, to talking about that, too. So. Okay, awesome. I'm are, you in, are you in AI? I'm I'm looking at it. <laughs> okay, I'm so a lot of things, you know, about yeah, and the journey. GBT? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, researchers has have said that AI is probably going to wipe away around 300 million jobs, and mm-hmm. I do believe that. Unfortunately, I do believe that uh, because the way that AI can. Um, use uh, the way that it acts, it can act as a a customer service rep pretty much for everything, for everybody. So any business that needs, um, you know, callers or, you know, people to answer their questions or even sales, AI bots can make sales, you know, it's Mm -hmm. pretty incredible. Um, But if you become an expert in AI, you 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 will become a master of the <laughs> you can you can go out and teach it to so many that again that'll be just another you know uh trade that you have on your belt so i definitely encourage it there's a website called po.com that you mm-hmm. might want to take a look at if you're interested in it it has a lot of ai bots on there uh i would i would say probably 100 but ChatGBT will be in there. There's another one called Dolly 3 where you can uh, uh, create uh, pictures um, from text. OpenAI just came out with one. 
Um, but poe.com, you can sign up for a membership, and you're going to get tons and tons of bots where you can experiment with. Now, why do you spell that? P-O-E. P-O-E. Oh, okay. .com. Okay. <laughs> P-O-E. Yeah. I, you guys, you, I'm going to tell you why um, the other co-hosts did not answer when I said something, because that's Big Brother that's had his hand up. So I do apologize. I got the numbers mixed up. <laughs> Michael J, Big Brother, that was you the whole time. Queen of Hearts, I'll bring you in momentarily. But that was Big Brother. I, I'm sorry, y'all. Oh, my God, don't don't regress, Makisha. You got too much on your mind. <laughs> Big Brother, what's your question or comment? Hey. hey, sister, how you doing? Hello, everybody that's on the panel. Good evening. How y'all doing? Wonderful. Right. Right. Hi. No, no, well, really, I've been listening for about 13 minutes and uh, right now going on four seconds. But uh, I found this conversation interesting, and always uh, this show always got some great, uh, great topics. Um, I'm just sitting back and listening. But uh, when you said AI, can you kind of like get into that a little more about what what is that we're that we're going to be looking at? You know, what what information are we going to sure. get from from that? Yeah. So artificial intelligence, obviously, and um. You know, there are, there are so many programs out there that uh, you can explore, and, and I'm more than happy to, you know, come on again and, and share with you act, the actual types of programs that are out there and kind of walk you through which ones um, you can use in your everyday, um, every, everyday, you know, life, actually. I've got my right. kids, my older adult kids working on them just because I want them to become familiar with them. ChatGBT is one that you're going to really want to learn about. It's, I think it's about $20 a month. It's nothing big. But uh, what you can do is you can go in and, and pretty much ask it anything. Um, there mm-hmm. is another free, there's another free resource, actually, Google it's called Google Bard, B-A-R-D. And um, so what it is, is it's really a conglomerate of everything that's on the Internet, everything, all websites, everything that's out there. But it's in beta version right now. So Okay. When you use the term yeah. AI, we know what, what yeah. AI means. is artificial intelligence, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So... My my question really and my concern is that where when you're looking at AI, artificial intelligence, it's mm-hmm. artificial, just like you have artificial plants in stores. You don't want to buy the oh, real correct. plant. You want to buy the one that's going to be there and last forever and ever, right? So, correct. And, and it's, not, it's not a real plant. So is what, what is being shared uh, what you just said, that, that this is an AI type thing. Is it real or is it artificial? Is it something that is uh, being posted that is not reality in a sense of what, yeah. what we are looking for? Are we looking for reality or are we looking for artificial or man-made um, uh, 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 thing as far as the information that we're getting from that particular source that we're going to. Sure. You understand my, my, yeah. my oh, question? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, know, I do. That's a loaded that, question. Yeah. Right. Well, it's a yes. loaded question due to the fact that 
you know, because even now I'm looking at where people are using AI. And, you know, as, as you well know, and many folks that are already listening to the show, that this is kind of like a scary thing because you can take what a politician said and you can use AI and insert certain words and certain gestures and everything and put it on the Internet and make it seem like it's real. And people are taking right. it as being a real statement from that person. I know that sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's done in a joking way and everything, but how can p- people differentiate what is artificial compared to what is real? Can you share a little more about So, yes, um, I can share with you what I know, and I don't know. <laughs> I can tell you I'm not the expert in AI yet, but I okay. want to be. Um, so there is some programs out there that you can record yourself, a video of yourself, um, maybe like five minutes of you walking, talking, and it'll record your voice, it will record your actions, and then it will spit out an image of you. Now, these programs do cost money right now, um, and I think that's where, you know, everyone is seeing how crazy this can get. Um, It's true. I've, I've watched it. I've seen it. There, you know, it's very hard to differentiate what is real and what is not. I think what it's Thank going you. to, you know, boil down to is you can't see, you can't see emotion, you can't feel emotion in AI, you know. So that's the one difference that's going to be out there. But it, it, there's, it's so smart. You can build these bots to be just like you. So it is, you're right. It is very, very scary. But there's other parts that are, there's other parts that are great about AI. And that's my my concern. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not not trying to be rude, but that's my concern is that where, you know, in an entertainment world, I get it. In an entertainment world, like, like you have, uh, in fact, we, we already have a, uh, we have certain uh, uh, media that definitely say that this is just a a joke, or you know they have to you know they have to say that this is just uh, you know mm-hmm. a uh, I don't think the right term of uh, the word that they use. This is uh, something that you know we just make up just in a joking manner. But unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, people come across certain AIs and things and think that this is exactly what the person said, but it is an artificial intelligence. I'm seeing this a lot, and I think this is very scary. Yes. This is very scary. I agree with you. Well, I'm just saying this is kids have access to computers more so than adults. They understand them more. They they know how to program them. They know how to get information. But sometimes maybe the information, like AI, is false information, but they don't understand that, but they believe it to be reality. Don't you find that scary that yeah, this type of technology I, I is out there? Don't you find it scary? I do. Yes, so, I do. Okay, so, so what is your answer to the fact that this type of technology is out there that can that can uh, um, 
actually, you know, make our kids believe in a lie. Based well, on I think that like maybe we should kind of come up with some solutions, don't you guys, more than anything, is, is try to come up with some solutions to help our kids to understand that there is a lot of scary things out there that they need to watch out for. So well, that would be really something that we could explore. Right, but you said that this is a good thing to look at, and I'm not trying to be rude, but you said there's something to look into. But the thing is that we're, don't you think that it would be best to say that, hey, look, first and foremost, we need to look at this as that where it could be an untrue, uh, you know, technology is, 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 is out there that can really make it look like a reality, but it's not the reality it's not the person mm-hmm. saying what AI is sharing with you, telling you that this is what the person said. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you see it on on shows and everything. So we have yeah. to, you know, I mean, it, it's great that, that, that we have such great technology that we can do so uh, certain things. But for for a person to, um, mm-hmm. uh, all due respect to you, to say that AI is great, yes, it is good to a certain extent. But it can mm-hmm. be dangerous. Yeah, so I do agree with you on that. I do agree with okay, you so on can that. You share, can you share the, the, the dangers of it more so than the positives that it may seem to be? But let's look at the dangers it can actually have uh, uh, in, in, in a long term because people believe in, you know, the artificial intelligence mm-hmm. that is out there. Can you share on that? Well, you know, you know what? I cannot yet because I'm not an AI expert, and I actually just came on the show to share my story about my brain injury and my resilience and the programs oh, okay. that I created thus far. Right. No, that's okay. No, but I would, you know, I I could pull in an AI expert, and this is another discussion that we could have for another time. I just had shared that I am learning uh, Billy Jean. Uh, his, his AI program and 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 you know what that that one thing that we're talking about the video imagery of taking someone else that is a, that's a very very small portion of AI and mm-hmm. I think that is a very dangerous portion that's a dangerous portion that everyone is seeing and that's the scary part so. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think that that would be another discussion for another time with someone that's way more intelligent at this than I am. <laughs> okay. Thank you for your question, bro. Um, you guys, if you're just now tuning in, this is Intro to Info with your host, Makisha, Queen of Hearts, and Tamika. Again, my mommy and my grandmother are listening, and I just, I'm, I'm thankful. And to whoever else is listening, we appreciate your listenership, hey, whether you're listening or Yes, yeah. as a matter of fact, you guys, Pisces season starts tomorrow, so shout out big brother Pisces, grandmas of Pisces, queen of hearts. Let me take you off of mute so that you can uh, greet everybody, and it's time. This is your number. I, yes, this is your number. Queen, how you doing? <laughs> lovely, lovely. I'm doing well. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Yes, queen sorry for driving in. Yeah, you always multitasking. Queen is at her uh, sister's uh, pajama birthday party, so happy birthday to your sister. But, um, Queen, I got you off of mute, so any questions or comments you have, just chime in. Bring it on, Queen. 
Bring it on. <laughs> so, Naomi, I just want to revisit some of the things that you said when you when you first came on um, about just your process once the, after the mm-hmm. accident happened. I'm glad that sure. you came out on the other side. You are able to, like, I'm, I, I think that you're living a, a, a life that's your like your your life normally. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that process from the accident to this point, can we uh, delve into that? Sure. Yeah. Um, my accident was in 2017, and I was diagnosed with a, a brain injury. And then I had a few other injuries. And then I spent my time at a uh, rehab hospital here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I was in and out of um, the brain injury and uh, two brain injury clinics for a while and then a pain management clinic for for quite some time. I went through cognitive um, and physical um, therapies. And um, it took quite some time to, you know, get everything back in order. Um, and and my mental health was, was affected quite a bit. Um, I was dealing with a lot of excruciating pain. Um, I had an, I, had, I was diagnosed with uh, something called juvenile rheumatoid arthritis when I was young. And so I had already had an illness going into this after my accident. So, um, so I was I was needed. I had to be treated differently, right? So I've been on um, uh, some different medications for quite some time, and and so um, I I had to go through all of the you know rehab of you know reforming my neural pathways and, you know, relearning everything. And so when I, you know, was able to, you know, start, you know, going back and forth to appointments and, and really starting to come back to normal, um, I was still struggling. You know, uh, there was something going on inside of me that I couldn't explain to the doctors. All I could let them know is that it, my head hurt so bad, Right. And so this went on for six, seven months, and and um, you know I went through a brain MRI, and that one looked okay, and then you know I was still still struggling, and I remember driving to myself to the ER uh, during that first year. It was after I was able, to, well, no, it was my second year through therapy. I was it was after I was able to drive, and and I, and I just I was like. I'm in so much pain. I don't know what's going on. Um, and uh, th- after my second brain R- MRI, they had found that I had a, a really, really bad uh, ailment. It's called trigeminal neuralgia, where the where a brain, where your uh, artery and your nerve can compress. It causes uh, really excruciating pain, and if it's not treated with the right medication. The patient, it, it used to be called the suicide disorder because of the pain that it inflicts, right? So I was going, you know, telling these doctors what was going on and no one understood. So my mental health was really, really affected, you know, because I, you know, I was like not, they they couldn't understand and I, I couldn't 
I couldn't tell him what, you know, exactly like how, 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 how is this hurting? It hurts in my head, <laughs> you know? So I had to have a lot of forgiveness in myself and my heart and to get through all of that. Um, because after I was diagnosed with it, then I was treated properly. I was, you know, given the proper medications, given the right therapies. Because it's a lot of trial and error when we don't know what's going on with someone internally. Um, Let me ask you a question real quick, though. I mean, you're saying that where you were trying your best to explain Mm -hmm. how you felt to doctors, right? And we all feel like, you know, doctors should have have experienced, you know, um, um, these type of cases. We we kind of think Mm -hmm. that, right? That, hey, right. look, if I can tell you, you know, maybe you can understand that. How did you feel, you know, seeing that they have no clue what the hell you're talking about? How, how did you feel like, hey, look, you guys are doctors. You, 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 right. you This is your profession, you know. You yeah. should be able to say, oh, okay, that should be a sign of mm-hmm. how did you feel at that uh, moment? I felt crazy. Let me tell you, I felt crazy. I was like, why, what was going on? Why can't anybody tell me what's going, what's wrong with me? Right. And and so I was determined to find out what was wrong. I was determined. So every time, so trigeminal neuralgia, it can inflame and then it can not. So there, there's times when it was fine. And then, the, and then when it, when I would have an attack is when I would, you know, go to the ER and, and want to stab my own eye out. And so, um, you know, they would give me medication because I, I looked like I was a suicidal patient, you know, at that time, I, I looked like I was just suicidal, but mm-hmm. you know, they didn't realize the pain was so hard that I was just dealing with it. And I was just, you know, pressing on, you know, and so a lot of, yeah, a lot of the time, you know, it's so hard, you know, when there's on misdiagnosis or there's things that are not diagnosed correctly. And this goes for a lot of individuals. There's so many people that can be misdiagnosed or not diagnosed correctly. Don't, but can you never, real quick, how, 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 how did it, but who, who, and 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 between the time that you were trying to share with these other doctors what you were going mm-hmm. through, and they did not understand it. But how long did it take from the time you were trying to explain it to some doctors, and they did not understand it, to the time that mm-hmm. some that someone understood you and figured out a way yeah. to, to to diagnose to figure it, to it out? Yeah. It was? How long did that take? And who did figure it out? Nine months. It took nine months, and after my second brain MRI, MRI, it was identified. Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's some time. So you could have died. You could have died, I, actually. I yeah, I very well could have because you know there was times in my life that I did not want to live. So yes, I could have, and. You know, that, those things happen. But, you know, I could get angry at at the way that things were, or I could do my best to find ways to help solve it. 
solve these issues. So, I mean, you know, there's so many things that we can try to help and solve, but at the end of the day, you know, we can only do our best. And, you know, I've been on a mission to really try to help solve some societal issues. That one in particular is a touchy one for me still. So <laughs> right now I'm, I'm part of some groups that are now, they have, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of, uh, you know, kind of patient advocates uh, or patient um, uh, patient buddies. So if a mm-hmm. uh, if someone is, you know, diagnosed with uh, a, a serious illness, right, they can have a patient buddy now that comes along with them to every single doctor's appointment and makes notes. We never had that, right? Even, mm-hmm. in, even in my, when I was young, going through all these doctor's appointments, um, I know we never had anything that I just assumed and, and so did, you know, my parents that all these doctors were going to talk. Well, that's just not how it is. And, right. and so now these patient buddies are coming along and they're being their advocates. And I'm really good friends with a, a, a girl that just started a company and she's like, I am one of the first that has done this kind of profession. And she's like, I had to, I had to, jumped through so many hurdles to, to even get there. But now after two years and a lot of legal matters, she's able to like go out there and be a patient buddy or advocate. So, you know, there's so many things that we can do to help the next generations, right? <laughs> yes. And, I, you know, again, you started off being an inspiration, Naomi, and throughout this whole interview, that is what you have been so I'm take I've Aww. been taking so notes seriously because when you think that you're having a bad day and when you round there complaining to the individual who has not gone through this, um, may they remember that if somebody who has gone through this and is a positive person and is implementing change and I love that you have given such attention to the, the students. I love that, that you've given them a place to go in case of crisis, make it easy, give them resources. I'm going to go back to that because that is going to help. It's going to be a legacy yeah. of yours. May it just stay up there I hope so. so that somebody can get here and just continue to build off of that because these are the things that we need. You you found something that yeah. a mission, and, and you – that's going to be very, very helpful. I have a premonition. And if it, I know it already has been, but it's going to continue to be. Um, oh, I hope Tam, so. If you have any questions or comments, Queen or Tam, go ahead and ask now. Um, okay, wait a minute. My mom has her hand up, so let me – Queen and um, – Tam, if you have any questions after my mom comes on, feel free. Hey, Mama. <laughs> hey, Mom. <laughs> hey. Go ahead. The mic is open. You're on the floor. Mm. Mama, I took you off of mute. Go right ahead. Okay, wait a minute. Where, Where are you, Mom? Okay. Um, <laughs> I love it. So, well, can, you, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Hey, Mama. Okay, great, great, great. I, 
I kept saying hello, hello. I, I wasn't sure if you all could hear me. Good evening, everyone. Hi. Um, hello. I want to say that I'm enjoying the program very much, and I wanted to say something um, when you were talking about that uh, illness that's called the suicide illness. And mm-hmm. um, now, and you also mentioned something about rheumatoid arthritis. I have mm-hmm. rheumatoid arthritis. I have rheumatoid arthritis, and I just mm-hmm. recently got diagnosed uh, in May of 2023. Okay. So, and um, it can be painful, um, um, but I, yeah. I was so sad to hear about this disease that I've never heard of before called the mm-hmm. suicide disease that can yes. make a person have so much pain that you want to just get rid of yourself. I yeah. was like, wow. Um, you know how mm-hmm. uh, you, 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 you think you're going through something until you hear of someone else who is going through something that is tougher than what you're going through. I'm speaking of myself and I'm, I'm, I hope that for you that, um, They've gotten that under control because um, mm-hmm. that, that thing just really hurt me in my heart that there uh, is a disease out there that, that could be so debilitating mm-hmm. that, you know, it it, 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 it makes you want to take yourself out as opposed to, yeah. I know you mentioned you are a believer and I'm a believer too. And, you know, God's word said there are three great things. There's faith, there's hope, and the greatest among these is love. And so it's always mm-hmm. good to have hope and keep hope. As long as you're alive, there's always room, you know, for hope to keep growing. But to, uh, to have this disease that you mentioned, I, I, I can imagine it could make a person <laughs> feel hopeless sometimes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it uh, yeah, it did, and you yeah. know, there was a lot of early on. You know, there was a lot of questioning in my in my head. You know, why why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why 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 did God leave me? Pretty much, you know. At, wow. I was just on. A, I was on a another podcast. If you don't mind me sharing this, uh, the other day, it's it's on. Uh, uh, breaking bullying. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of, heard of it or not. But there's a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he 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 does it all on uh, for kids on on just bullying. And um, you know, I was talking with him just about how you know we go through all these struggles, right? And we just we just got to keep plugging away. We got to no matter what, we got to keep plugging away. But I was at the point where you know, I, as a little girl. I, you know, my dad would come in my room and pray with me just to get me through because when, when rheumatoid arthritis is, is painful enough when it's in an adult, but when it's in a child, uh, it stunts the growth, you know, of your joints and stuff. And so when I was little, you know, yeah, so my joints and my hands, my hands are small, one smaller than the other. One of my legs is a little bit shorter than another. And so I was bullied, you know, um, while I was growing up. And so, you know, we go through wow. all these trials and errors, the hills and the valleys, like they, 
you know, I believe in that scripture that God is big, you know, higher than the hills and valleys in your life. My mm-hmm. hills tend to be mountains and my valleys tend to be rivers. But, you know, um, yes, to your question, yes, I do. It's, it is all under control. And I've been very, very, very thankful for that. But I do empathize yeah. with anyone that is ever diagnosed with that because there are certain steps that you can have. And, and, I, and I'm not saying this to... To, to to make to have have anyone feel sorry for me because it's just something that happened you know I was smacked on the side of the head with my car it just it just happened and so the first treatment when they finally figured out what I had was to really treat me the right way and so for that I had to shot up my nose through into my skull which you know that is tolerable and I will get that from time to time but the next treatment and they do give you know meds and whatever but the next treatment from that is 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 a brain surgery where they can insert uh, a piece of teflon in between the artery and the nerve i haven't gotten to that point yet but i do empathize empathize with anyone that has ever diagnosed with this disorder so um you know that's why we just got to keep watching out for our kids and our students like Hey, let's try to try to get through some of these things. So our program now, you know, we created programs even for the little ones so that they know what distracted driving is so that they can warn their parents, hey. <laughs> um, well, look, I want to say this real quick. I want to just drop this in. The thing is that where, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that I tuned in. I found a live show this evening, sister, okay, because, you know, every <laughs> Saturday I make sure I text her and say, is this live or memory? And she's like, oh, well, <laughs> but this one's live, and I'm like, great, so I can hear, you know, your guests. It's been a great, you know, conversation. I've been teased all my life of having a big head, okay? And I do have a big head. I'm not ashamed to say it. When I look at it, is that where, you know, people say, damn, you got a big head. Okay, but you know, but bullying, like you said, is something that where you know has been around for years. It continues, but then it needs yeah. to be addressed. You know, it needs yeah. to be addressed. And do we as parents? How do we as teachers? How, how, how do we yeah, as, as we you know to teach us? Well, well, to teach kids to understand it, where don't bully a person because of what they look like. Over the years, you know, Ugh. everybody looks like, you know, or think that everyone should look the same, should be perfect. But what is mm-hmm. perfect? What do we yeah. consider perfect? Right. You know, you look at the yeah. skinny woman out there as the model is supposed to be perfect. Now, all of a sudden, you got the voluptuous Heavy woman, you know, the, the thicker woman now is, is is now, you know, the whole thing in modeling now because it makes money, okay? Okay, mm-hmm. now we're going to change this and that and the other. We have to look at where, you know, there's no such thing as perfect. No. There's no perfect person in this world. We need to put that mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody is born a different way, and just because their physical look is not what we as society thinks it should be. It's not saying that everyone in the world looks the same, because we don't. Yeah. We don't want to. 
right? So Amen. I think that, you know, and I really do appreciate you coming on and sharing your story. Uh, sis, love that too, if you can share, you know, because I love her, just chime in if she can uh, and share her story mm-hmm. uh, of, of, of what I do and everything. But that's the thing we have yeah. to look at. There's nothing <laughs> His story about what he. I'm sorry. What did you say? No, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. No, I was saying that we're right. You know, we have to look at where no one is perfect. I got a big head. Some people got big feet. You don't see it because they got <laughs> shoes on. Look at the yeah. movie. You know, with the woman with the bad toes and everything, and he had that attitude. You know the movie I'm talking about. You know, you know with Eddie Murphy. He saw she was a beautiful woman, but once he saw her toes, it turned him on. <laughs> so, so what? She got nasty All right. toes. All right, Mike, you were I know we run out of time, so I'm gonna go ahead and shut up. Mike, <laughs> okay, so uh, Naomi, you have been fantastic. This was not enough time with you because it just this can. <laughs> be layered on, but I thank, thank you for sending me the friend request because we're going to stay in touch. I want to continue to follow you oh, and yeah. help wherever I can, and you are a you warrior, a true inspiration. And I think that... Thank and you, Naomi. Mama, thank you, Naomi. Thank you. So great to meet all of you. <laughs> you too. And, just and I, Yeah, I look forward to our friendship. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so... You guys who are listening for this hour, this is Intro to Info with your host, Makisha. Tamika's here. Queen of Parts is here. Michael Gay is here. My mama and my grandmama and my daddy, I heard in the background, are here. They love it. They love so great to meet all of you. Before we get out of here, I'll say this. When you have her whole family here, oh, you got to be special. So you got to come back. I love that. You got to come amazing. back. That's amazing. That's pretty amazing. I'm blessed. Yes, it is. <laughs> Naomi, so if somebody wants to reach out to you or follow you or um, just contact you for whatever reason, yeah. how can they do that? Yeah, so uh, go to textpledge.us. You can always reach me there. Um, and then I'm on all the – I'm on Instagram, Facebook, uh, tax pledges on all of those. So uh, you, you, I'm there. Just DM me, message me. I'll get back with you. <laughs> That's okay. right. You guys have a fantastic week. Stay blessed. Thank you for your listenership. Yes. And we'll be next weekend. All right. Peace. Thanks again. Right, God bless you. You know? You know? Hello. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st 
to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 